Relevant content for our members by our members. This is TMC Connect. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Welcome to TMC Connect. My name is Tony Bramley, and I'm the Director of Business Development here at the Mortgage Collaborative. Um, we appreciate that you guys have stopped by today for how Gold Star Financial leveraged eVault to drive eNote adoption. Um, we've got Whitney Vogt with us um, from SnapDocs and Dave Williams from um, Gold Star Financial. We appreciate your time and um, are looking forward to a great conversation. Um, just a couple of housekeeping things. You guys are on mute, um, but we do want this to be engaging. So please drop your um, comments or your questions in the chat or the Q&A, and we will um, address those at the end of the discussion. And um, also wanted to let you know that there'll be a follow-up email that comes to you um, in your email box tomorrow with a link to um, the recording for this session. And um, if you've got any questions, we'll also include contact information um, for uh, Whitney and you can reach out um, with any questions that you may have. So thank you very much. Get ready for a great ride. And um, Whitney, I'm going to turn it over to you. Thanks so much, Tony, and really appreciate this opportunity. Um, you know, very grateful to have Dave join us and uh, talk about our favorite topic, eNotes and eVaults and, and getting started. Uh, so with that, why don't we jump right in and use our time wisely. Um, I'm Whitney Vogt. I'm a solution principal with uh, SnapDocs. And I have spent the last five years in the e-close space doing implementation, scaling, ramping at a lender, and also now working closely with SnapDocs customers and prospects to, to navigate the e-close space. Um, and Dave, uh, you've been with Gold Star many years. Yes, I've been with Gold Star for five and a half years now. Uh, and all five and a half years, that was my only mortgage experience. But I am a 20-year technology veteran in many verticals. Fantastic. Well, again, thanks for joining. We're really excited to to dig deep into um, to your experience. So today's agenda, we're just going to cover um, some quick topics, uh, go over a little bit about why not, why now is the time to really start thinking constructively about implementing uh, e-notes and digital closings, um, how to evaluate the right eVault partner. There's uh, great technologies out there. SnapDocs released its proprietary eVault late last year to a lot of success, uh, but really talk about what a lender should look at uh, when they're evaluating that partnership. And lastly, we really want to spend some time talking about Goldstar's experience, how they implemented, scaled, and, and reached some, some meaningful goals very quickly. So very briefly, now's the time to prepare and, and, and realize uh, the benefits. As, as many of you know, SnapDocs uh, recently released a study on quantifying the value of digital closings and e-close, and, and there's been some great data points uh, collected from customers and from the industry to really look at um, both the direct and indirect costs. What we want to highlight today is, of course, the meaningful savings that comes when you start talking about e-notes. Um, you get a, a lot of benefits with hybrids, um, but the meaningful savings really starts to kick in when you add e-notes to the equation uh, through a hybrid with e-note closing or even for those that are, are leveraging full RON uh, as part of their business model. 
Um, but that requires an extra step of implementation, implementing an e-vault to be able to transact in e-notes. Um, so while it can also be viewed, it can often be viewed as a complicated effort, we hope today's session will kind of demystify some of the, the, the concerns or the perceived impediments that might hold up an organization from really looking uh, very constructively at you know, leveraging e-notes in their, in their business model. Um, so let's dig in uh, for a little bit more detail just to level set with the group. Um, you know, an e-note, we use this term a lot. A lot of people hear about e-signatures and, and standards, but just in its simplest form, an e-note is an electronic promissory note. It is not a PDF. It is a tamper-safe digital asset that is e-signed by the borrower. So now we're transforming the form the collateral takes and being able to move the collateral in a very uh, efficient, secure, uh, expedited way is, is a game changer for participants in the mortgage market. Uh, and eVault is then that repository for how you contain uh, and control your assets. It's used, uh, I like the description that it's really an electronic postal system to move your collateral very quickly, um, instantaneously. The, the e-notes available the minute the signer has applied their signature and it's been registered with MERS, that, that asset's ready to go. Uh, once the closing is conducted, you can have it off to your, your warehouse lender. You can have it off to the GSEs, uh, your, your um, correspondent investors. Uh, so it really is just a, an incredibly transparent way to uh, um, create both visibility and certainty of your collateral. Uh, there's so many different aspects to the benefits. And so, Dave, I'd really love to, to kind of have you chime in here and talk about, you know, the different ways in which uh, the, the value of e-notes or the different benefits that your company focused on. Yeah, I appreciate that, Whitney, and thanks for, for having me on here. Um, so a lot of the things you've already mentioned, right? Um, eliminating those lost notes. I can't tell you how many times our collateral people have told me notes were lost in the mail and you got to do the back and forth, right? Uh, delivery to the investors, the speed to investor is incredibly fast. And we have a subservicer. We, we can work directly with our subservicer. It's all white gloved. Um, but primarily what we wanted to do is we wanted to start this journey being a differentiator in the market. We started our journey last February sometime in, in getting this, and we wanted to be a differentiator. We're, we're a big tech company. We, we always say we're a tech company that does mortgages, right? So we're multi-award winners with ICE. We're big on technology. We wanted to be a lot of first to markets in the area. Um, we want to minimize their shipping and handling costs minimize the scanning of all the paper that comes back. I mean, we're just, we're reducing a lot of overhead and a lot of the stuff that just isn't necessary anymore. Absolutely. I, I like to characterize that, you know, the, the main benefits really tie to taking the non-value add parts of the business to really focus on the value add, the customer relationship, the operational execution, whether it's the closers being able to fund more quickly, have confidence that the documents are coming back from the table correct the first time, right. um, and eliminating the need for, you know, we'll talk about loan officers more because they're such a critical part of our business. Um, you know, really, you know, eliminating the need for them to have to go back to a customer after the deal is closed. Hey, sorry, paperwork got lost. We, we missed something. 
um, and we need to come back and, and have make a couple of corrections. That that's never a good look on a relationship based business, I'm sure. Oh gosh, no! I, you know, I did a whole study with uh, Stratmore Group last year at Digital Mortgage, actually with Snapdocs. Um, and customer experience is is incredibly valuable um, to everyone. We're always looking out for the customer and the providing the best customer experience. And we did a study that showed the most impact to your customer experience is the closing experience. I mean, let's let's think about this. A borrower, they start their transaction with you. It might be 60 days, depending on a lot of things, before they get to the closing table. I mean, they got to find a home. We got to go through appraisals. And God knows how those were during COVID. I mean, they were three, four weeks out. So they don't remember a lot during the process. And there may be some goods and bads and really goods until you get to closing. But if you don't have a good closing experience, that's the last thing that they remember. And it's the biggest impact on your customer experience score. And it's going to lead to referrals. Those that give you that six, seven, eight out of 10, if you have a fantastic customer experience at the end, they're now your nines and tens and they're getting you more business. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a relationship-based business. You know, digital technology uh, doesn't take people out of the equation. It, it doesn't minimize, diminish the relationship. It actually amplifies and allow, you know, and, and allows people to focus on the relationship. Nothing worse than, you know, shuffling paperwork at a table. Uh, we, we have a lot of folks that like to say, let's, let's spend, you know, let's do five minutes to sign and 45 minutes to celebrate. Cause it really is about the people in the celebration. Um, a couple other benefits that I've heard talked about lately, and it's really interesting, is, is the enhanced audit and compliance of e-notes and digital closings um, really adds a lot of value on the back end. We all know that audit and, and compliance requirements continue to be such a, an important part of our business focus. Um, and environmentally friendly, there's been some great studies, and um, with this in, in, increased sort of focus and um, attention to ESG, Thinking about how we're taking paper out of the process, uh, not only creating a single point of truth with documents, but being more environmentally friendly, saving the trees um, certainly has a meaningful impact as well. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. You know, when we started adopting hybrids, uh, we, we kind of tracked that a little bit to see how much of a time save it really was. And we had a lot of great settlement agent partners that were already SnapDocs customers. Uh, they were happy to get on our transactions and be a part of that. But they were saying that it took closings down from about a 30 minute to three to five minutes. Uh, and that stack of paper that we got back was from this down to about this. <laughs> uh, so, you know, the people doing the collateral on our side, when they got that back, it's like, oh my gosh, this is so much nicer. The, you know, this same, this stack is now 10 loans versus one loan. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. You know, just getting a lot of that paperwork out of the way, you know, it's a time savings, you get it right the first time. Uh, so certainly a lot of benefits, but really to move into the e-note space and, you know, kind of move the collateral electronically does require the critical vault. Um, and so as we think about that, um, I really want to talk about, you know, how you would advise um, your, your peers in the industry um, on, on, on selecting the right product and the right partnership uh, to get started uh, with eVaults. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, so just as a high level. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, um, you know, so just as a high level I, for the, the group, you know, when you're looking and evaluating eVault, um, and there are a lot of technologies out there, you're going to look for some foundational requirements. You know, the 
very bare minimum, uh, you know, MERS integration, uh, approval uh, with the GSEs, meeting the MISMO standards, um, having the core functionality, of course, to uh, accept and transfer notes, uh, interoperability with different technologies, um, and of course, the, the integrity. Um, so that's just the baseline. But then it comes into, um, you know, how functional, how, how intuitive and, and, you know, purpose built the technology is to suit your business and your needs. And, and so I wanted to really call out, um, you know, some of these key things that really take an e-vault to the next level in terms of ease of use, ease of setting up, um, functionality. And, um, you know, kind of layering over that, of course, is the partnership. You know, the partnership that you have with the vendor, bringing expertise, you know, the, making the implementation easy and, and that ongoing customer support. Um, so, you know, Dave, can you can you talk to a little bit about that and and, you know, how you went through your vendor selection process that ultimately led you to SnapDocs? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the key things that we were looking at, we were actually early hybrid adopters with ISIS product way back in early 2020. Um we, we we use a platform, but we are also a mix of Consumer Connect and Simple Nexus on a point of sale. And we're also in looking at Blend as a point of sale. Um, but when we started looking at eVault providers, we're like, okay, ICE has an eVault partnership. Simple Nexus is providing an eVault partnership. Now I'm going to have these eNotes in a different spot. And what we really wanted to focus on was one eVault provider for all of that. So SnapDocs being tech agnostic was key for us because it just doesn't set us up for now. It sets us up for the future. Like I said, we're a technology focused company. Um, if we want to pivot our technology strategy at the front end, having SnapDocs at the back end doesn't uh, prohibit us from doing that. We still have that flexibility throughout the entire tech stack we have to maintain a proper closing at the end and a best customer experience. So being tech agnostic was honestly number one for us because it sets us up not just for now, but for many years in the future. Even if we built our own LOS and our own POS, which we never will do, I don't want to tackle that. But if we if we ever venture down that path, um, having the integration with SnapDocs because they provide everything with the, the APIs where we could integrate directly with SnapDocs for our own proprietary stuff was game changer for us. Game changer. So, uh, and being white gloved was also of most importance. We have a lot of DBAs. So I wanted to make sure that whoever we provided could meet that white gloved delivery for our customer. They wanna make sure it's a consistent experience from front to end with the DBA. So SnapDocs hit it right on the head of that. And I wanted someone who has been there, done that is, is an expert and uh, SnapDocs stood out to me. I mean, you guys, you you know what you're doing. This is all you do. Uh, so you made you made it extremely easy for us uh, from start to finish. Well, that's great to hear, and and that's really what true partnership is. Uh, making sure that you know that we're bringing clients uh, the expertise and experience because you know stepping into this digital space is is somewhat new. Um, digital closings, in especially you know, it's, there's you know new terminology, a couple steps to get set up and get those approvals, and and really having that partnership or someone that can lead you through the way, it can be a, a frustrating process to try to navigate or, or learn it sort of on the fly. That can really delay implementation, um, and. 
So that's, you know, such an important part of the partnership that, you know, we hope that clients and, and prospects are looking at. And and maybe a little bit as we talk, uh, we'll talk about your implementation experience, maybe the ongoing customer support. It, it's not that uh, you were set up and, you know, we handed off the keys and, and let you enjoy your, your new e-vault, um, but the ongoing customer support that comes with uh, day-to-day operations that, um, because it's not just getting started, it's really reaching your goals and scaling, right? Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So let's really get into the meat of it because I, I think this is the most um, impactful part of the story is really hearing your experience, what it took from you to get from an idea into operation and then ultimately um, scaling and, and reaching some successful goals. So I really want to ask, what was it like? How did it go? Can you tell us your story? Yeah, yeah. So like I said, we, we started the journey last February um, and we started very, very small. We wanted a nice controlled group. Um, honestly, guys, the technology is not the barrier to entry. That is the easy part. That is really the easy part. The hardest part, as most people on this call will know, is adoption from the end users and acceptance of change, right? So it's really important to us uh, that we we got that full adoption and we were very careful in how we did this. So obviously it's new. Hybrids, everyone's like, oh, it's a buzzword. I don't know what it is. It's scary. It's like chat GPT right now. Uh, should we use chat GPT? Should we not use chat GPT? Right? Like what's hybrid? Uh, how is it going to affect me as a loan officer? Um, so we started with a very controlled group here at our corporate office and a lot of our top performers. Getting the, your top performers in your company to adopt it and champion it for you is all you need to do, right? That is all you need to make this successful. Start with your top people and let them be the beacon of you guys need to be doing this because it's changed my customer experience for this to this, this, to this. So we we actually kind of changed our closing process in terms of notification. So we start before the hybrids, we were delivering clear to close directly to our borrowers. Uh, those, those messages, congratulations, your message is clear to close, your, your loan's clear to close. Um, here's what to expect next from your closer. And at that point, the loan officer was kind of out of the process. We found that when we adopted the the hybrid, it was really important to actually flip that and bring the loan officer in at the end. So instead of delivering that clear to close to the borrower, we delivered it to the loan officer and we had a script for them of what the experience is going to be like. And we trained them on what that experience is going to be like for their borrower so that they knew because Let's face it, the, the borrower is not going to contact the closer that they got an email from. They're going to call their loan officer. Well, I don't know what to do. What, what does this mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's really important that the loan officer is very well informed on the process. Um, so as soon as we did that, our hybrid adoption rate went through the roof. As, as soon as they knew what the process was, we walked them through all the demos um, and we t- turned the loan officers into personally delivering that clear to close. So we're increasing our customer experience. It's another touch point for that loan officer. Like you said, Whitney, tech doesn't replace the human element. And matter of fact, it's going to enhance that human element. So we're bringing that loan officer right back in at the end of the process. They're saying, congratulations, here's what to expect next. You're going to get an email from SnapTalks where you can preview all of your closing documents. You can e-sign most of it right there at your home the day of. And then later that afternoon, you're going to spend five minutes at title. I'm going to meet you there. 
We're going to have a glass of champagne. You're going to get your keys. It's going to be a wonderful experience. And most of the time, that's what it was. So it, it took a lot of our loan officers' referrals from those seven eights to those nine tens, and they started getting more referrals from that uh, because it, nobody else was providing that type of customer relationship and customer experience at the end of the process for them. So the journey was more, we started in February, we got to August was when we started to really ramp up. We did a lot of testing. We wanted to make sure we covered all of our bases, all the different loan types, et cetera. So August is when we started that controlled release with our top performers. And then November, we went live with the entire organization. November one, uh, we started out at about 25 to 30% hybrid, roughly. And by January, we were sitting at 70% hybrid. And honestly, we'd be higher than that if it weren't for we have a lot of West Coast stuff. And in the state of California, there's some, they don't do things <laughs> quite the same. So they do they not quite the a same lot way. Of rush, a lot of rush closings and uh, doc delivery was a little, they, they need it now, now, now. And, you know, 20 minutes to wait at the settlement agency was too long. So they, they needed it now to email it and what have you. But uh, we've since with SnapDocs excel, done accelerated hybrids. So they're actually delivering those within two to three minutes to the settlement agent. So it, it, it's ramping up our hybrid adoption just through the roof. Um, and we're, we're anticipating almost getting to 90% adoption by the end of this year. So That's extraordinary. I, yeah. And and such a quick transition then in the e-notes then. You got yeah. the hybrid so quickly. So then you pivoted and added the e-note to the hybrid closing. We did. We did. And, you know, to be fair, um, the 60 days to first e-note could have been faster we, we didn't even start the discussion with uh, developing eNote and getting the vault and everything started up until early December. Um, and we did our first eNote in mid-January. So, I mean, it was 45 days from when we started. And a lot of that was just waiting on MERS to get our eMERS registry and getting approval from GSEs and our subservicer. Uh, and, you know, we'd actually, Goldstar didn't have to do a lot of the testing. It was SnapDocs that did all of that for us, the implementation process. Once the eVault was registered, we're registered with MERS, we're confirmed with Fannie, we're confirmed with our, our subservicer. They did a lot of the testing, pushed the e-notes back and forth. Yep, you're good to go. We delivered our first e-note the, the next day, no problems whatsoever. We did 40 since then. We Again, we're doing a controlled release of the e-notes just as we did with the hybrids to make sure we fully understand the process so we can control it better. Uh, and we just went live to the entire company with eNote acceptability uh, April 1st. That's extraordinary and great results. And, and I'd like to call out that, that your results are not unique. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great timeline. It talks to um, how quickly you can implement. Nobody likes to get into a, a 9, 12, you know, 18 month implementation, they want to make a decision and start to, to realize the benefits. Uh, and, and it's extraordinary, you know, over 25% of SnapDocs clients are using eNotes and that number is growing. Uh, clients are uh, achieving eNotes like you in, in three months or less. So moving very quickly, this, this is not, um, you know, do not be deterred by the complication, you know, that it's a complicated, uncertain process because the team is really prepared to make that easy. Um, and, and just hot off the presses, uh, again, speaking to um, kind of that success is in March 
uh, just over 10% of all new e-notes registered in MERS were originated through SnapDocs. That's awesome. So we're really uh, excited to see the growth because e-notes should become the standard uh, medium for collateral. Uh, they make life easier. Um, you know, uh, any insights from kind of your back office team and, and moving notes and trading them on the secondary market? I know that we're still working on that adoption, but it's not just the customer experience. It's also being able to move operationally so much more quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our collateral manager was just like, why didn't we do this five years ago? I was like, well, it wasn't available, <laughs> you know, it, it, because we could just deliver things to our investors with lightning speed, reassign things back and forth without having to ship things back through the mail. And it, she's like, this is such a game changer for collateral. I mean, they can do so many more without having to increase staff or increase any sort of expenses whatsoever. And you know, I want to go back a little bit. You touched on the, the mm -hmm. support aspect that SnapDocs provides. And you're absolutely right. You know, It's not just for the loan officer, but for the settlement agents as well. And a lot of settlement agents are very familiar with SnapDocs, but those that aren't, uh, the SnapDocs team is there to help them throughout the entire process. I mean, I, we have our title companies reach out directly to SnapDocs support. They're always able to reach someone. It, Problems are solved within minutes. Uh, it's it's such a great customer experience, not just for the end customer, but for all parties involved. Oh, that's great to hear. And and that's been a a, a concern is settlement adoption. You know, yeah. how will settlement react? Uh, many lenders, you know, especially in the purchase market, uh, you know, you're not really sure. You, it's not necessarily a settlement partner you've worked with before, and worried about their level of adoption. And and so the success uh, in seeing settlement. Uh, really, you know, be excited and find the process easy and intuitive uh, really just makes it that much easier. Title doesn't want to deal with more paperwork. Getting, again, a good portion of those e-signed documents out of the way means they're able to focus on those truly critical collateral documents. If, if still, you know, the mortgage, uh, the security, uh, you know, the name affidavit, you know, being that much more mindful of the customer at the table and, and supporting that relationship. So, Settlement yeah. adoption I, I, has long been a concern. I'm glad to hear that that's definitely not the experience that you've had. It's not the experience I've had with SnapDocs, but I will say it was the experience when we were looking at this about two years ago. Was, even with hybrid adoption with ICE uh, at the time, they were with uh, SimpleFile mm -hmm. doing that. And that was one of our biggest hurdles was settlement uh, adoption. Uh, if, if there was anything in the process that just didn't look right or they had any struggle with, they're like, no, no. Just email me the package and we'll we'll deal with it from there. It's like, ah, uh, uh, and I, I we've not had that problem at all with SnapDocs. Well, that's great to hear and, and great for everyone to know that these, again, these these barriers, these concerns really aren't as significant or, you know, really shouldn't be holding up uh, efforts and, and projects to, to get started. Uh, believe it or not, we've gone pretty quickly through the time, and I could talk for another hour or so. Um, we did want to save time for some questions. Uh, we are here to help you. You know, Dave's been there. He's seen it. He's done it. Uh, I lived in this space implementing all types of e-clothes. So, gosh, what are your questions? How can we help you today? Well, we've got a uh, question, Whitney and Dave. Thanks for making uh, simple what seems complicated. What are your suggestions on how notaries like me can use this information to further uh, credential ourselves for e-notes closing? Great presentation. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I can throw out a couple ideas and, and Dave, I'd, I'd love your thoughts, but notaries are, are, are and will continue to be such an important part of the process. They're, they're there with the clients, you know, advising them in terms of what documents they're signing. Uh, the important part is that, you know, just making sure that the notary understands that it's going to be a digital closing and, and confirming or asking, did you review your documents? Did you have a chance? Uh, did you e-sign ahead of time? Uh, making sure that the customer was able to get that e-sign portion complete is probably the, the most important question. There's a lot of reminders and alerts that go out, but when a notary knows that, you know, it's, it's an electronic closing and a lot of documents were e-signed ahead of time, just confirming that part is, is really a great step uh, for customers and shows that you're supportive of the process and um, in partnership, you understand what the customer journey has been up to that point. Yeah, I don't have much more to add to that. I mean, I would just say that we're, we're all looking forward to increased one adoption throughout all the different government entities. And I've been watching the news very carefully to see, because that's that's been the biggest hurdle for Ron, is it's just not really accepted everywhere by local municipalities and whatnot. So getting up to speed on Ron and where it's available, um, and ho hopefully that'll that'll drive e adoption and digitization of the mortgage industry even faster if we can get that pushed through federally. Absolutely. And, and e-note adoption, you know, getting started now is really the key because you, you highlighted some key things earlier, Dave. You said it's, it's less about the technology and more about the people in the process. So it's, it's very important to, you know, hammer those things out, get your change agent moving forward, transforming your business, uh, because it, it enables you to much, move much more quickly and, and nimbly um, into the future. Excellent. Elaine tells us that um, she can attest that the hybrid process with SnapDocs has dramatically reduced the cost and reduced the signing errors. Borrower feedback is overwhelmingly positive um, and work on the eNote RON process now. So thank you very much for that comment. Um, someone would wanted to see the study that you uh, referenced, Dave. You got some interest oh, there. So with, Strat um, with Stratmore Group, yes. Um, Tony, if I, if I find that link, um, that was with. Um, I dropped it. Oh, you did. Okay, perfect. I, I dropped. I dropped it into the perfect. chat. So anybody who wants that uh, report can go to the link in the chat and um, get that. We've got a question, and I'm and I apologize. I'm not sure what the reference is for blockchain technology. I think that's all of the things that are included in this process. So is that something that you guys could speak to? I, I think there's a perception that e-notes are, are a bit of a blockchain technology. Um, they aren't at a blockchain, um, but what they are is a secure digital format that meets a secure standard and they're tamper sealed. So the data in the e-note um, cannot be manipulated or modified um, based on the security protocols uh, built in uh, to e-notes. So blockchain is, is um, definitely a buzzword that's out there. Um, this is not a blockchain technology, but I know title is an area where blockchain has some, some, you know, opportunity and some future, but we won't go down that today. Excellent, Corey. I hope that answered your question. If not, if you want to um, do a follow-up, um, I'll read that out for you. And then, um, have you run into investors who do not accept e-notes? So as of right now, uh, one, and I won't name drop, but for the most part, 
uh, all investors are, are very open uh, and accepting e-notes and actually have been for quite some time. We found that we were worried about that as well, is how many investors were we going to have to um, reduce who we can deliver e-notes to? Um, but uh, for the most part, every one of the investors that we work with are accepting of e-notes. You just have to sign, uh, sign your riders to accept them. Yeah. And and I, it's worth mentioning that the part of the implementation um, or even just evaluation, the SAPDOCS team will run an e-eligibility assessment, help you look through your business, really understanding how e you can be uh, and where the opportunity is. There, there certainly are a couple correspondent investors out there. We, we hope to transform them or transition them quickly. Uh, I can say on the warehouse side, there's been incredible adoption for those that use warehouse banks for funding. Uh, just the, the physical control of the assets, their secured interests, um, managing their assets has been a huge lift. So a lot, of, a lot of great momentum in the warehouse side and correspondence, definitely a fast follower. Excellent. Thank you. We had a follow-up to that. Um, the Federal Home Loan Bank doesn't accept e-notes for collateraliz collateralization. That's easy for me to say. Um, contracts yet um, could be a while. They're getting close. So many of the federal home loan banks, uh, don't quote me on the number, but um, of the 11 banks, um, I want to say the majority do have a collateral pledging program that accepts Enos and they're they're moving in that direction. Uh, so happy to work with you if, if you have any questions because not only are the federal home loan banks accepting Enos as pledge collateral, they're also working with their members on uh, purchase programs. So uh, their conventional um, and govy programs uh, purchasing assets and hoping to transition their members to Enos. So definitely Enos are top of mind at the FHLBs and we're, we're excited uh, to see that progress. Excellent. Thank you. Well, this is the last chance. Any questions, please uh, feel free to drop them in the chat. Um, closing uh, comments from uh, you, Whitney or Dave? Well, I'll, I'll just say I really appreciate the, the partnership with SnapDocs. We're looking forward to continued success. And thank you, Tony and the, the Mortgage Collaborative for having me on here today. Our pleasure. Thank you, Excellent. Dave. We really appreciate it. Well, and from the Mortgage Collaborative, um, Gold Star Financial, great lender partner. Thank you so much. SnapDocs, preferred partner. Love you guys. So grateful and thankful that you are with us um, in the network. Um, really love that um, you guys are here. And thank you so much for um, all of this great content today. Uh, so to everyone, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate it. And uh, come back anytime to the TMC Connect for um, more great content. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks, Thanks Tony. Bye. For more information about how you can get involved with TMC Connect and witness the power of the network firsthand, please visit us at mortgagecollaborative.com.